hello, hello, and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. How'd you guys like that new song? Man, that new song was jamming. Okay. In case you haven't heard us before, uh, I am Deputy Grandmaster Craig Greca. I'm a 7th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I've been training for uh, four years in the uh, Kabuto Weapons, and I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. So, of course, our uh, Cobra Kai and Karate Kid reference today. Uh, the topic, I have not heard of it inside the, um, the, any of the Karate Kid movies or Cobra Kai shows. However, uh, Mr. Miyagi's teaching to Daniel and the Karate Kid uses some of the lessons from that book. It's just not mentioned. Okay? And you will learn those lessons today in today's podcast. So the topic is Sun Tzu's Art of War, Volume 2. Okay, so we have talked about the um, um, the Sun Tzu's Art of War in a previous podcast. And being in martial arts, um, you know, I have heard about the Sun Tzu's Art of War before. Uh, the lines from the book have been used in martial art movies a lot over the years. Um, since that podcast that I did, I've had done some research, and I see that uh, this book is used in many facets of life, including business and marketing, just to name a few. So um, our work, to work task today is to go through the second half of the Sun Tzu's Art of War, Lessons 6 through 9 in his book. Okay, so first of all, there's going to be a lot of uh, talking today, but I think it's going to be very interesting. I'm learning a lot as I read these, um, and I think that you will too. Um, lesson 6, the best way to win is to not fight at all. Sound familiar, right? Lesson 6, the best way to win is not to fight at all. Okay? Sun Tzu says, to win a hundred battles is not the height of skill. To subdue the enemy without fighting is. In observation of that, of that fact, that warfare is extremely risky, Sun Tzu proposes that the best tacticians are those who are able to defeat the enemy by diplomacy or by other means. He proposed generals should try to take cities without laying siege possibly by forcing the inhabitants to surrender due to psychological warfare. Sun Tzu argues that for any situation, man has more than one tool at his disposal, disposal, making it sometimes necessary to engage the enemy in a conventional manner. The concept of being resourceful applies to real life even more than it does to military conflict, as not a zero-sum game. Okay, I heard that in a movie last night. And there, and there can, in fact, be multiple winners. Okay, that's called the win-win situation. An example is of Apple's Think Different campaign, which illustrates how companies can become successful not by direct competition, but by differentiation. Similarly, in personal life, you are more likely to succeed if you create your own job opportunities, then you are following a normal, more established career path. Develop a skill or a combination of skills 
that nobody else has, and then you won't have to compete with anyone. Want to get hired? Figuring out how to get companies to seek you out rather than you having to seek them out will save you a lot of time and effort. Man, that is some good stuff right there. Okay? Um, you know, it's uh, kind of, you know, gives me a little enlightened in uh, my, uh, my situation. So that's some good stuff to listen to and try to apply to your, uh, your regular life. Okay? So let's move on to lesson number seven. Lesson number seven is change represents opportunity. Change represents opportunity. Okay. In the midst of chaos, there is opportunity. According to Sun Tzu, change is one of the most important factors in deciding the outcome of battle. As a realist, Sun Tzu emphasizes that anything can happen in warfare, proposing that generals always prepare for the worst. However, he points out that only, the only way to get ahead is to take the right risks. Therefore, those who remain calm and keep an open mind during times of uncertainty are the best position to take advantage of opportunities when they arise. In real life and in business, it is often the case that one is unaware of the opportunities one has missed because people are so often fixated on protecting themselves from change. Okay? Change is inevitable in any industry, and the best way to prepare for change is to be the driving force behind the change. I understand that. Being aware of new laws or regulations, disruptive technologies, social phenomena, and the changes in the budget of your customers will uncover opportunities, which must be seized if business are to progress. Okay? Progress. Got to do that. That's so good. Such good information here, man. You got you to read this uh, book, but uh, you're also listening to it on the podcast here, so you're getting some of it. Okay? So let's move on to lesson number eight. Success breeds success. Opportunities multiply as they are seized. Sun Tzu noticed that the momentum was very important to warfare. The same is true in business. When Uber was vying for market dominance with local ride-hailing app DD Dash, um, Uber was the clear favorite as a more technologically advanced and better funded startup. The CEO of Didi, uh, Cheng Wei, reported a military history buff, told Uber CEO Travis Kalanick that he would someday overtake Uber when the two met in 2013. Although he was at the time much smaller than Uber, Cheng knew that he would someday win because he was going to fight other lo local ride-hailing apps before he challenged Uber anyways. Indeed, after defeating or acquiring all of the local rivals, Didi had become a seasoned veteran in the Chinese market and knew how to fight much better than Uber, a U.S.-based company. Chang, Chang's strain of victories against local rivals eventually helped him outmaneuver Uber despite Uber's ability to match his moves financially. Companies like Didi are, are able to scale quickly once they have a few successes, and momentum started shifting their way. Similarly, in a career sometimes is, is the small actions that snowball into something bigger. For example, 
If you volunteer to represent your company at a conference, it could lead to networking great contacts who will give you clients or a future job. Sometimes it just takes one opportunity for the floodgates to open. Okay? And that always seems to be the case, too, um, in the uh, martial art world. Um, sometimes when you're starting out, um, at least my experience was when I was in Florida, uh, I started out kind of small. Things were kind of small for the first year. Then once we had a loyal um, uh, student base, then they started telling their friends about how awesome we were. And then uh, success breeds success. And pretty soon I had 130 students. So I'm hoping the same thing happens here. Things have been a little slow, and I'm hoping that uh, uh, we keep on working hard and we'll uh, outmaneuver them as well. Okay? As I said, just like the previous one, I don't really worry about that. Okay? Because I do something different than other people do. We'll see if it works. Okay? Now, uh, lesson number nine. No one profits from prolonged warfare. No one profits from prolonged warfare. There is no instance of a nation benefiting from prolonged warfare. Uber and Didi can attest to the draining effects of a protracted conflict as both companies burn through billions of dollars while competing with one another. Sun Tzu advises that it's best to strike effectively and quickly, making conflict decisive. In the business world, you don't want to drain your resources attacking a rival when you could invest them in your future development. In personal life, too, you do not want to wait forever to tackle your problems and, shouldn't, and should make progress towards your goals as soon as possible. Do you have an idea to start an innovative company? Don't wait till next year to get things rolling, as someone else with the same idea might act sooner than you. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Um, you know, that just um, going through this for research and also reading it to you guys, it uh, really uh, spawns a lot of uh, creative thoughts and, um, and positive thoughts, too, of um, uh, what I'm doing. So uh, hopefully it uh, applies to your situation as well. Uh, you have to be very innovative um, at this stage, especially when uh, prices are so high. And I hope that, uh, that things do pan out in the future for whatever you decide to do. Okay, so uh, the purpose of going through all that, besides learning about Sun Tzu's art of war, is to apply it to our martial art training. Okay, so in our martial art training today, the first thing we're going to practice is practice the art of walking away. Okay, so um, one of the things in the uh, Karate Kid movie um, is uh, Mr. Miyagi always talks and um, and the next Karate Kid, he, you know, and also in the Karate Kid, he said, Miyagi hates fighting, okay? Uh, always hates it, okay? So um, you got to learn to practice the art of walking away, okay? I tell my students all the time that when you defend yourself, you're not trying to win a fight. You're trying to get out of the, get out of the situation, okay? And that's very important. You don't want to be in that situation, okay? as Sun Tzu clearly says earlier in the lessons, okay? So Miyagi hates fighting, okay? Always avoid it, okay? And if you need to do it, then of course, like the next Karate Kid, then win. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't leave that out. That's funny. 
You ever seen the next Karate Kid? He tells uh, Hillary Swank that at the end of the movie. Okay, so another one was um, they practice the art of of um, of getting really good at running. Okay, so you want to get really good at running. Okay, now um, you know in the martial art world, there's a lot of ego and stuff. And I remember this quote one time: uh, Jean Claude Van Damme was up and coming. He was doing really good, and of course, you know, he's a pretty pretty good martial artist and. Uh, um, you know, people were saying stuff like, um, you know, hey, this person has beef with you. He wants to kick your butt. What are you doing? And uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme said, well, um, I'm really good at running, you know. And he wasn't saying it to be a coward. He was saying it because people always try and start fights over over stupid stuff. And then uh, he, he just kind of like played it off as a joke, you know. He like, you know, like, I'm really good at running so I can run away. Um, and that's, that's really good because that's a way to diffuse people when they try to do that kind of stuff. Usually a lot of times bullies do that. You can use a joke to try to diffuse the situation. Because as we said, we go back to number one, we hate fighting. Okay, practice walking away. Or, in this case, running away. Okay, so anyways, um, about the physical martial art training, um, you want to get better at having bigger motions, um, bigger blocking motions. In your blocks and the reason why is because you never know the strength of your opponent okay so you want to make sure that your their blocks have big motion and they also have a concentrated pushing motion when you do them so that you can knock something aside okay now remember you don't have to kill it aside you just have to be able to use your shoulder to concentrate and push it aside okay so it's out of your uh, field of view um, that would uh, immediately target towards you. So get bigger motions. You can practice that uh, by doing your blocks, all your blocks, uh, 10 times on the right and left, okay? So that you can get better at those blocks, okay? Next thing you can do is you can get stronger techniques to stop an attacker, okay? Now, um, this goes with, one, with Sun Tzu's, um, what was it? I think it was the one that um, he was talking about, end the fight quickly. So when you want to end the fight quickly, if you have strong strong attack, um, like, a, like a strong rear palm strike, and you're pushing off your back foot, and you're putting your whole body into it, you're putting your hip into it, you're getting a lot of force. And then when you do that, let's say you do it to someone's shoulder, man, they're going to think twice about, about continuing this conflict. You know, they're going to think twice because you just get a nice big hard palm strike to the shoulder and and they're like wait a minute this guy's tough you know he has a lot of power behind that i'm not going to mess with him okay or her so make sure you have stronger techniques so that you don't need very many to stop a situation okay so if you have to fight you know you can hit him really strong and tough you know one time you know in the head or a face or shoulder or whatever chest to get him off you and then the, hopefully the, the conflict's done. If the conflict's not done, then of course you'll have to do more. But um, have really strong techniques so you can finish it quickly. A lot of times um, in our, my uh, root version of the martial art that we did, we always pride ourselves on being able to maybe end the situation with one technique. Okay? So think about that as you go forward. Make sure you have a really strong technique. Okay? Really strong techniques. Now next one is... Um, Moving forward in belts and abilities to help build your confidence, okay? Um, martial arts is all about, at least our martial art is, is about progressive learning, okay? 
was using this last night in class as well. Progressive learning, which means that you focus on something for a little while, and then you get good at it. And after you get really good at it, then you, um, you're, you're tested on it, okay, to see where you're at. And then um, after that, you receive a new belt. Well, every time you advance, you're learning a new item that you're focusing on that short period of time. And then um, your abilities get better because you're stacking those abilities on top of each other. Okay? You have a good stance, you have a good uh, hip drive, you have a good punch. Pretty soon that good punch becomes a good round punch, becomes a good vertical round punch, and so on and so forth. Same thing with the kicks. You have a good front kick, then you have a good side kick, a good swing kick or roundhouse kick. Um, and you can uh, get better at those, okay? So moving forward in belts and abilities helps to build confidence. So once you start getting better at those abilities and you start achieving those belts, you have a sort of a sense of pride to, you know, it's, it's bad because sometimes people say pride's bad, but you know, you ha- how do you build confidence? You know, you have to wait for, a lot of times people have to tell you t- something that you did good 10 times before you hear it. And then one time negative, and then you, it's all gone away. You know, it's, it's very hard. So you got to build confidence. And, and having looking back and saying, I achieved the yellow belt, I achieved the gold belt, I achieved the green belt, I achieved a black belt, you know, it, it's, it's, it's some success to measure on. Okay. So it's kind of funny when I'm doing these podcasts, I think about things um, that I saw. Like earlier today on the television, uh, on the news, they, were, they had this kind of scouting thing where they were uh, Boy Scouts or whatever. And I, I was in Boy Scouts, and they were saying only 4% people get the Eagle Scout. Only 4%. Okay? Now, I'd like to know what the percentage is of who gets the black belt in martial arts. I don't think it's very high. I think it's about the same. The same people that get, that get a black belt is about the same percentage, probably 4%, um, get the black belt when they come to martial arts. And that's probably a pretty accurate. Um, and that's important, because that's something you can build on. You say, hey, I got a, I had a black belt. You know, um, even like some celebrities that do action movies, they don't always have black belts. They don't take the time to do it, you know. So um, and then, of course, one of the. Um, one of the things that we also talked about in uh, Sensu's Art of War is to end the fight quickly. OK, so you want to end the fight quickly. I put that put a note down there for that um, to do that. So build your confidence, earn the belts, take a humble approach of learning. Even uh, one more thing, too. Um, adults, okay? I think about my, myself, and I think about my age, and I think to myself, you know, would I be humble enough to go learn something else from another guy? A lot of times people say, no. Like, I don't want to. I want to learn something from another guy, you know? And, and, and I had some parents that said, like, one of, the, one of the parents joined, and another parent said, oh, I already know how to defend myself. Okay. So that kind of stuff happens. You know, people are too proud. Um, that's, I guess pride sometimes means that you have pride in a good way, not in a bad way. So, But anyways, I hope you guys learned a lot today about uh, Sun Tzu's Art of War. Okay, I think it's pretty fascinating, some of the stuff. I'd like to read a little bit more about it. Uh, but just to wrap things up for today, uh, remember that our secret phrase is Miyagi hates fighting. Okay? So you remember that Mr. Miyagi hates fighting. Um, you know, we don't promote it. We promote trying to get out of the situation by being assertive, confident, and warning shot, and then having to defend yourself. And then you can use the martial art te- 
to Philosophy Tip of the Week. The Martial Art Philosophy Tip of the Week is to end the fight quickly. Okay, so end the fight quickly. Don't sit there and dwell on it. And that could probably be used in everyday life too, not just martial arts. Okay, uh, nothing uh, is good lasting that long, you know, fighting-wise. And then the technique of the week. Okay, just like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme said, learn how to walk or run away. Okay, remember, it's not a coward. Okay, because just like Sun Tzu said, um, the best way to win a fight is to not fight at all. Okay, that's wisdom there. Okay, very good wisdom. So anyways, um, I hope that you uh, enjoyed our podcast today. And remember to listen uh, every week. We usually have it uh, every uh, twice a month that you can listen to it. So I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.